Speaking of iced coffee, do I have a second to get another iced coffee? Yeah, you have like five minutes, actually. I'll, it'll be less than How that. How many have you drank today? If you start at seven, I know. it's She's new. Al- I know. She's already, and listen, this is the thing. Every, so every time she tries to feed you that line of nonsense that she's like off of the booze or off of the fucking caffeine or she only has one coffee a day. It's like it, one coffee. <laughs> it's because she never lets that one cup get empty. So that's the thing. She's she's Midwestern. So the thought is, as long as there's always a refill, it's still just the one cup. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Joining me is Maxwell Esposito. Hello, I'm present. And we have Diana DeLuna. Back again for more. You know, I just want to start off. I almost forgot what show I was doing just now. (laughs) I wanted to say the gay power half hour. I wanted to say queer slam. And then I was like, where am I right now? It's, Um, It's really starting to feel like that. Like, I feel like I haven't seen you guys again. It's been another one of those weeks where I haven't feel like I haven't seen you in like weeks, but it was just seven days yeah so honestly yeah. we but but the thing is it's like we spend so much time together on tuesdays that uh it does seem like then when we had when we space it out because we we had such a long tuesday together um but yeah and honestly it is kind of getting to be like when, when you produce everything out of your own house uh you're kind of like oh shit what but i'll tell you guys but this new when this new desk setup is so easy now like i can't even i am living my rich white life right now with this new electric desk i can't even um hi maxwell hello how are you what's going on great how are you what's going on in your world mr entrepreneur oh my gosh um i'm what is going on nothing you know what i had a really great start to this week and i had a full derailment this weekend we i was so upset about the loss of uh sophie the producer and pop sensation i didn't realize how like hard that would affect me but like their music changed the way i listen to music like the sounds i want to listen to now are like because of sophie so like it's so sad to know that the world will not continue to hear the creative genius they were and she was so young like, yeah. like Sophie was so young and, and it was tragic. It wasn't, you know, it was, it was such a tragic loss that, because let's face it, you know, you know, sometimes we have these years where we just have like an abundance of death and 2021 has definitely been, but it's all been like old icons. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, like, uh, 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 oh God. Dixie Carter uh, from Designing Women, her husband just died yesterday. I thought he's been dead forever. So when a young, uh, vibrant, talented person like that passes away out of nowhere, I mean, it really does stand out. And And they just wanted to look at the moon. 
I know. Diana, I thought I thought about you, bitch. I was I like, know, I, I hope like, she could see it from her window. I was like, I hope she could see it from her window because if she needs to be getting up on that roof, we're gonna have to figure something out. I'm gonna get you a poster of the moon, something. <laughs> I mean, it was a foggy night. Luckily, I knew that I probably couldn't get a good view. <laughs> well, I played all of her music last night before learn the words, bitch. So that was very fun. It you really did. and honestly, I feel like it because you know. Uh, we do learn the words bitch on the first Monday of every month. And it, I like that you change up the playlist because it really does kind of set the vibe and set the mood. And you're right. Sophie's music will get you up and get you moving. It'll make you feel a certain kind of way. And uh, it, it, it is a tragic loss. So anyone they, who- was They it, said that pop, I was going to say pop, they said that pop music is supposed to be the brightest and the loudest. And it's so true. And- they really encompass that in their music. So it's fine. I've been listening to their music all weekend and it f- has felt great. I love it. I also Sophie. noticed that Fox News ran it as one of their top page stories and they also shut the comments down. Like really? they didn't let people comment on it, which Good. I thought was interesting. Yeah, I thought, but- I, I thought, A, I was surprised that they ran it because they're not even running shit on Marjorie Green, uh, but they ran that and they closed the comments, so. That's yeah, interesting. That's great. Well, I mean, this is the thing, like music affects people uh, and, and it really does cross lines. You know, I was just watching this documentary about We Are the World. Remember that shit from the eighties, mm-hmm. you know, and how uh, how um, from, from one idea, 40 plus celebrities decided to come and join through. And it was a, a huge moment and momentous. I remember my, my parents bought the record, you yeah. know, when they bought the 45. Um, oh, that gym below me. They are. Did you just call out. it a 45? They bought the 45. Yeah, like the, it was a 45. Like, was you, know, it? you know, the size of a 45 record. Yeah, it was. On What's a 45? A 45. Wait, they were still so releasing 45s four, in the 90s? It was the 80s. It was like the late 80s. Was uh, I think it was like 88. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know um, we had it on cassette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. The, the 45 is the smaller record. Mm-hmm. And then there's the bigger record. So you have the. When I think of those, I always think of my grandma, though. Like yeah, a- well, I mean, like, look, I mean, I, I, we had, I remember a record player. My mother had record. We had, I was, I'm not old. Uh, was, how- due to the, due to the last president, I don't think you should call them 45. So I was very triggering. That's why I was. Like, <laughs> and was this like, is why oh millennials God. are bringing us down because you're triggered, triggered by the mention of a number. You got to walk that off, millennial. Uh, okay. Hi, Diana. Cheers. Hi. <laughs> how are you? Uh, uh, I wish that I thought nothing, absolutely nothing has been going on. It rains. So that really put a damper on everything. Well, so, okay. You're, this is interesting. Let's bring this up then because you're, you're new to the show. Do you feel like there's a pressure, uh, to try to like have something to say every week because, uh, you know, when we used to go to your apartment, I did. And not yeah. most like I'm mostly like my upcoming shit. Now I'm just like if you're listening to this, you know we're not doing anything. We've talked <laughs> about it many times. We're not going anywhere. We're not signing up for shows. I'm not doing stand up. Stand up is dead. Like no. I will say it's been hard to come up with stuff, especially lately. I feel like I've just been uninspired in general this year. Like it's just been kind of flatlining. Well, I'm you know, this, like, this what was, am I watching? This was something that we've been talking about. Like, I, w- w- let's face it, it's it's February. We are less than a month from being uh, locked down for a year uh, due to COVID-19. So 
remember we were talking about being strapped for things to talk about three months into the fucking pandemic. So uh, I'm pretty content with with being able to still get on here and you know, really just kind of show the world uh, with our voices on how we're dealing with it. You know, that's the journey in itself these days. I'll tell I you, mean, I'm fucking sick like of this gym below me. I'm tired of this gym below me. That's what I do now because they're not even supposed to be open, but they sure are fucking open when someone's trying to record a show. Call the police. Yeah. <laughs> call the county. Somebody. I mean, I, I want don't call to the be, police, I, I don't want to be that someone. person. I don't oh, I'm a snitch. Person. I want to be a snitch. I'm just waiting I, for the opportunity to snitch on someone. I understand small business. I understand all of that shit. I get it. But, but, but here's the thing. There is this one person who works out at that gym below me and he is a loud laugher. Everything is, <laughs> and I was like, Hey, you're in a closed room and you're letting that super spreader just guffaw all over the fucking place. It doesn't sound like they have masks on. And I'm just sitting up here being like, be a little more fucking humble in your law breaking. Quit fucking laughing. What's so funny, right. you bunch of idiots? But guffaw. What yeah, is guffaw? Is that know. the person from Aladdin? <gasps> oh. Gaffa. Yes, well. oh, it's the word of the day. Gaffa. Hey, I, I, I love this show. I learned about cuckling. I've been using cuckling. that. All, I've been using that all week in the house. I've been like, babe, cuckle. Who are we gonna cuckle with soon? I'm getting bored in this house. You should probably <laughs> actually look up the definition just so you know you actually get it. Yeah, I you're saying you cuckling. It makes it romantic. Let's yeah, cuckle. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that it's a romantic. I mean, Honestly, the first time you said I thought it was something you did in the bathroom, like <laughs> cockling. I was like, I was so confused. So what is guffaring? Guffaw uh, is like a, a laugh, like a big laugh, like a big noise, like a, a <laughs> you know. Yeah, like, like from the gut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A guttural okay. reaction. And so that's why when you hear someone uh, who's working out in a gym that shouldn't even be open, uh laughing so haughtily it's like uh have a little fucking have a little bit of shame a little well, what mass. if he's triple what if he's triple masked like i mean the cd i mean uh-uh. i know what a guffaw sounds like in a mask and i know what it sounds like when they're not wearing masks down there i mean listen this business you hear the moment first. there was racial unrest in la they boarded up their windows just so they could stay open like it was, ju- I saw little kids leaving there the other day, walking out in their karate outfits. They're Ew. like doing everything down there. So I'm just like, but I will, and I keep my mouth shut and let, except for right here, <laughs> but because I don't want people in my business. So I don't want to be in your business. I'm not getting COVID down there. So, but anyway, I die. I will say I have become the loud rude lady on the street when they're walking without masks and they don't you know if you want to walk without a mask then walk into the street when you are passing other people and when they don't mason gets so embarrassed i pull mason very like bigly and i say get in the street they're not wearing a mask i Ugh. do it I, hey, I run maxwell the- does it at the mall <laughs> Maxwell will do when when this I feel like it was when this thing first started. Maxwell and I went to the mall in like masks and visors, and he would literally just 
move so to the side and just side eye people. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, I make it real loud too. I want them to hear my disgust. I usually will just, I politely run in the street in my neighborhood because I live here and I see these people regularly. But um, I was at the waiting in line outside of a store downtown and somebody was like, can you please back up to the girl that was in front of me and behind him? And she started making fun of him. Like she started being like oh, six feet, right? And I was like, yeah, you I was like, bitch. yeah. Yes. And then she got up to the guy who didn't see the interaction happen and then still was making fun of him. She like handed him his ID and was like, oh, six feet. Is that like not a thing we're worried about here? And I was like, see, I would just not let her in. Here's the thing. I would call out dumb bitches like that. That's the moment where I'm like, like, people who are like being stupid. That's, I mean, we're in a different world and you got to stop being fucking ignorant and think that if like- If you had seen what you'd looked like, if you saw what she looked like, you would have left her alone too. She had been cursed in many other ways. So her <laughs> stupidity like was like really not my, like not on the priority list, I'm sure. So- um, Guys, I need to say something because, uh, so, you know, to our listeners- we have stepped our pussies up when it's come to our Patreon, if you ask me. Yes, I have. feel like I feel like uh, you know, it and you wonder how I know? Because I'm annoyed by all the work I'm doing. <laughs> That's how I know we're busy. Now uh, we'll have the second installment of your monthly moon this month with mm-hmm. Diana. Millennial Moments will be coming back soon. Uh, perfectly blunt, you'll always see it on Patreon first, our review shows with uh, Rock of Lover out there so guys i want to i'm kind of thinking about making uh february 23rd kind of like a a patreon day uh where we kind of do a live tony soto show where it's all listener questions that will be submitted prior by patreons and other listeners um if you are a listener we would like you to pay five dollars a month to support our patreon if you can Mm -hmm. you know if you can't we understand but if you can we love that so what we're what i'm thinking is we'll do a live listener question episode of the tony soto show directly followed by a live review of the reunion show for rock of love exclusively for our patreons so because we we can uh we can broadcast live from page uh, through youtube onto patreon so of course the regular episode will still be released uh of the of the of the live tony soto show but uh if you are a patreon viewer you can watch us do it live would you be interested in that maxwell uh, diana oh yeah that yes that, that sounds, sounds great so fun yeah, because I, I love you, that idea. You know, Patreon is their their whole thing is to to get more interactive with our listeners, and if we can do that, uh, uh, then I say we do that. So, and I love listener questions. That was my favorite part too. of like every magazine when I was younger. Like, I love <laughs> advice columns. <laughs> I love giving. I love giving advice. I think I give great advice. People call me all the time and ask for advice. So, I mean. So that'll be, I believe it'll, it'll be the week of the 23rd, or the, uh, February. I, I'm going to shoot to actually do it on the Tuesday. So that way we're just doing it. So our schedule doesn't get fucked up. We're still doing it uh, at 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. Uh, so <clears throat> more info to come, but look out for that. Uh, and that sound there means it's time to take a fucking break. And when we come back, we have a drag icon. Yeah, that's all right. And 
probably the winner of season 13's RuPaul's Drag Race and the winner of season 14's RuPaul's Drag Race and the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star season six. Uh, we have Bible Girl. So let's, when we come back, we're going to see how she can manage all of these game show victories and running a successful business drag queen merch. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, do you want more Tony Soto? I completely understand. If you want more of me, tune into the Gay Power Half Hour available on iTunes, hosted by me, Tony Soto, and my good Judy, Casey Lai. It's 30 minutes of funny faggotry you won't want to miss. Check us out on iTunes, the Gay Power Half Hour. All right, we are back. And you know... We've made no secret it's icons only on this show. And uh, our guest today has literally won every single uh, season of RuPaul's Drag Race and is destined to win every future season from now on. She runs the amazing drag queen merch. She's fucking lovely to look at all the time. And I just enjoy your presence. That's right. We have Bible Girl back on. Bible Girl! Hi! No, it's true. It's true hi everyone thanks for having me back good to be back as always and uh i'm not just the winner we're all winners how long Same. has it been how long has it been since we've had you on i feel like it's been ages yeah you were it's sitting next to me last time i saw you yes and it was okay so that was for midterm voting i was at my yes. polling place back in you March. were late and i was late because i was not leaving and they that that was just like such an interesting indicator to how thing like access to voting was gonna be really kind of like waning for mm -hmm. everyone. And because I had been to that polling place prior too, and the pace of it was so much slower the second time around as there was like 10 less machines than normal. And this is pre COVID really hitting anything. So it was just interesting to see how the gears were really muddy and that's what wound up making me late. But I was like, fuck this, I'm not leaving. Not about you, but I was like, the system is just like, no, Whoosh. no, because you were so cute when you were texting, you're like, oh my God, girl. I was like, vote, bitch. Mm -hmm. like, that's literally. Bitch pudding can attest I was sweating bullets. She happened to be there too by total coincidence. Yeah, wait, wait, so who, like, who, ah! who were you with? Who, who came there? It was uh, Chris and then Bitch Puddin happened to be there. That's, like right uh, where we were entering the line, yeah. Right. Bitch Puddin, mm -hmm. that's Bitch Puddin. Um, so wow, you haven't been on since uh, since COVID, right? like right before COVID. How have now we have had some responsible socially distance uh, hangs like uh, during yeah. this time? Uh, yeah. Because I know it was so funny because I think we're both a little kind of crazy about uh, about ca catching it, and uh, yeah. it was like it was like, hey, I'm getting a COVID test. Uh, and I'll prove to you that it's cool so we can hang out. How are you dealing? You're a bit of a germaphobe, a bit of a... Yeah, well, okay. So now we're at this point where Los Angeles testing has been deemed kind of questionable. Uh, I was going to curative pretty religiously and had that sense of security, not doing mass gatherings, but like if we were doing a one-off hang, whether it was like you or Max or... And like, I literally, you two are two of maybe three people that we've seen on a singular basis in terms of hanging out with anybody. And that was like early last year. But now that there's truly what I feel like there being no security in that testing system and um, feeling a little, I don't know, it's 
violated, I don't know if is the right word, but after kind of relying on what was supposed to be a system that we trusted and now having that uh, retroactively ripped out from under our feet makes me feel a little like, eh, She's locked you know, back like, down. I'm, She's locked back what down. What a huge metaphor that is for so many things. <laughs> I think so, but like, but the thing is, I've, I mean, I've never not really been in lockdown. Like I don't go anywhere, you know? And I've, and I, and that's also reflected a lot in my digital drag, which is something that I've also utilized as a challenge for myself in this time, because without having access to basically like the outside world, I've been working under the premise of restriction breeds creativity. So my challenge in these video projects that I've been working on as one-offs for different shows I'm booked in have been like the push to try and make it not feel like I'm just shooting singularly in my apartment every single time. So like that's been a very interesting waxing poetic experience for myself as a byproduct of lockdown. But so in that regard, I have my outlets. I'm grateful for work. I'm grateful for my health. Um, I have my partner, so I don't have this longing, like this lingering sense of loneliness per se. So I have a lot of like my bareness. Why do I feel like that's pointed? It's not pointed. <laughs> it's just like, it's, 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 I mean, I talked to my grandma and it's, it's contrasting her lifestyle. Still pointed. Right Still pointed. You're just <laughs> sensitive. But both legends. <laughs> but both legends. Well, I'm glad, that you're, um, I'm glad that I can be in the same boat as your grandma. I, I'm imagining no, you're No, 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 no. <laughs> but no, it's, you know, it's this, it's this ebb and flow. Not every day is perfect. Not every day is sunshine and butterflies and sprinkles. But I think... I have enough on my pro and con list where the pros can definitely outweigh the cons. And then I can focus on where I can also help others in this time too, outside of just myself as a performer, just like a business person. So it's just kind of balancing act of wearing different hats and trying to stay afloat during these times, you know? So you're still doing digital drag. You're still doing digital drag numbers and whatnot. Yeah, but I pretty much limited it to being like once a month. That gives me enough time to start re like, like putting stuff together because I guess probably since about maybe August or so I've taken a different approach to it where I'm like storyboarding I'm really like thinking like trying to put together actual projects that have like like that feel like a whole package and it's not like I'm just like uploading a video per se so as I've been trying to figure out how to expound upon that I've also been trying to incorporate different um skills that I've had in my toolbox so to speak, for so long that I haven't really applied myself to in a long time. So like sewing, I picked back up in the past month or so. And it was really funny because I didn't really have great marks in college, but I seem to have retained a lot more than I've ever given myself credit for and have like started implementing making garments into videos now and wait, 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 I'm confused. Wait, so you didn't get great marks in what home economics? Like what school did you go to? Did you No, did I, you go I, to went to, I went to FIT. I, went, oh, I, I, I majored. No. I majored in women's wear fashion design and a lot of my professors point blank had told me that it's probably time for me to decide on a different major. I had uh, kids who I had classes oh, with who told me. They told even Maxwell that was, too about being a marine biologist. They did. <laughs> well, shoot for the stars, no. right? Yeah, too much but math like, yeah, and no, no. I was in eighth grade, not in college. I was warned early. I wasn't warned <laughs> while I was there. But sometimes you just need the fundamentals to like, you know, carry it yeah. on. So, yeah. well, I think part of the problem was that I wasn't going as by the books as a lot of the professors or the kids were expecting everyone to. And so because I was just kind of following that skeleton of construction or how things were needing to be applied, it wasn't always giving me the desired outcome because I didn't have that prowess yet or I didn't have the ability to ruminate on how to really make it better 
So now is kind of where I've applied my my not cut corners, but kind of my MacGyvered way of learning things at school. And, and you and you have to do that. I mean, unfortunately, mm-hmm. the, the, the shitty thing is, it's like a school that makes you feel like you can't make those MacGyver adjustments during like I don't like that's why conservatories and uh were never really my big thing like you know I don't want such a staunch I want to be able to be a little more creative in 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 my approach to putting together things uh I too have uh I'm I'm starting to sell again I I didn't go to school for it like literally Shea Kool-Aid taught me how to use a fucking sewing machine um but I was talking to Meatball and she uh, has this, she sent me this link where you can send them your measurements and they'll send you a pattern of your body. Oh, wow. And then you, wow. and then you like have your, cause that's the only way I'm going to know how to sew anything. You can also draping. make yourself a block. If you have your, you know, you can make mm-hmm. yourself a bus block and then make so many things out of that one block. Right. Yeah. Cause that's what, that's what I always constructed under the premise of it was the math that always like really tripped me up yeah. when it came to pattern making. Yeah. Making and a so smaller like, pattern into a bigger pattern. Forget about it. Yeah. And so like my brain at the time couldn't compartmentalize or understand that, but I was always really good at listening to the fabric and understanding draping and creating patterns based on like a test fabric or a muslin yeah. on a body. And so I, I followed that sort of guideline. It was, I didn't pattern anything for this garment that I just made, which I was like really proud of myself for. And it's like fully, completely neatly finished. And like, it was a lot of just like trial and error. And then as I was cutting and sewing, I was like, oh, it's actually coming together. This is kind of insane. I hadn't sewed in like six years. So it was just like a very good moment of catharsis. So there are these, there are these uh, peaks more than valleys in this time I would it's say. nice to like have uh bible girl on as many times as we had but she's still I still am learning Surprise, about because yes. like I had, I had I had no idea that you had uh, a fashion background when it came to school it makes sense I mean you are edgy and stylish I, I suppose you youngins and whatnot um <laughs> forever 21 has gotten me very far <laughs> I love a bitch you can buy off the rack. You know, it's just jealousy for me, honey. Cause like I had to go to places <laughs> like strawberry, you know what I mean? To get oh, I I'm a strawberry girl. What are you That's about? why I was getting my bra. It's the <laughs> only size. Yeah, but it's the only size. It's the only place that had sizes for big girls who had no connections <laughs> to the Because everything whatsoever. at strawberry was spandex. <laughs> everything is spandex yeah. at strawberry. I was gonna say strawberry will give you that four-way stretch. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter what the garment is, you're good to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and, and uh, even sometimes that secret fifth stretch so but during covid you and uh uh your partner bought a car you got a car so you're mobile right how has that helped uh uh because here's the thing i would imagine being in a relationship being in the same house all the time uh maybe a car seeing other things would help not not that i'm saying brain <laughs> but i'm saying i would imagine that there are times when you're like, I'm so glad this space is big enough that we can separate. Well, yeah, we're definitely lucky in, in our regard to our apartment space. We, we're we definitely not on top of each other. And this is definitely the largest space we've had. So that has lent itself. We've moved as well as getting a car within our building, but it was a slightly bigger unit. So we kind of had the experience of being on top of each other a little bit in the last one. It was just to the point where I think we were both okay. And then when it came time to move, it felt like such an alleviation of whoa, we didn't realize that this was kind of thing that we may have needed. But with the car, it hasn't been so much of like an escapism thing, but it's lent itself to accessibility for groceries being a lot easier and way less of a daunting task. Because even pre-COVID, him and I, we'd walk like 
the half a mile one way uh, to the to the uh, grocery store and back and just kind of use it as like a simultaneous gym session and kind of carry what we could carry. Well, that's how um, I would say skinny. I'd be like, girl, you only want to carry two bags. So listen, every only step two counts. Bags. <laughs> You're only getting two bags worth. And I always forget how heavy and far <laughs> it was. I'd get there, I'd be like, oh, that was such a good walk there. And then you'd walk out with three bags instead of two bags. And you'd be like, the worst there was only one time we overestimated and had to call an uber and that was enough for us to be, we're gonna be very uh i, I did i I've did that blessed, more than once uh, i've been blessed <laughs> to have a car uh for the last couple of weeks and i have to say i mean it stays parked for the most part but just knowing that it's there it's like if i can't if i can't own a gun at least i would like to have a car around so i have an escape you know what i mean you do not need a gun for an escape tony you, soda i want to be able to shoot my way out i do if, if, if i have to shoot my way out you're, i want the option shoot that virus girl you know we're watching the rock of love right and they my they God. went to a season one for our patreon and they went to a shooting range and i was like you know i i would like to go back to those like i loved uh, being well, in now a that you have range. a car, go you up know, to like... the valley and go shoot some guns. Isn't there one like right in Encino? <laughs> yeah, and I bet there's like, I bet that's like just all covered in COVID. I bet like anyone yeah. who goes to a shooting range really cares that's about like Kendall Jenner you country. Have... I only want to learn how to shoot a shotgun. What? That's it. I don't want yes. a handgun. I'm not interested, but like, a... if you want to do it out, yeah, that's what you're... I want. Like hit a can. Or if you want to do it outside, you should head yeah. to the you desert wanna... then because they'll have outdoor shooting ranges. Well, so Bible girl, well, how's business? How's drag queen merch? How's everything uh, going with that? I still see people Bus buying. Mm -hmm. Business is good. Business is good. Clients editions uh, have been amazing. Uh, we've, uh, again, this time has proven to be such an, uh, a weird double-edged sword because it's given us the time to, while simulta simultaneously working, sit on our hands and figure out things that we could tweak to kind of help expand business, but, but not only for ourselves, but being able to build volume for other clients. So we've just been working on a much tighter strategy and working on a more like annual rollout Theme. And like, that's not really giving away like a reinvention of the wheel. It's just something where we're being a lot more convicted. Con we have more conviction, excuse me. I'm just fucking up my words there. We're having more conviction with like how we want to strategize um, each following year as well. And we've seen as we've been more honed in on those strategies, even on a mi microscopic level of like a month based calendar, it's helped a lot in terms of just helping us streamline how our businesses working and progressing. So it's been, it's been, it's everything is trial and error. Not everything works, not everything sticks, but that allows you to go back to the drawing board and figure out how to tweak those variables at the same time. Just gotta so drape it. Positive. Always draping. We drape draping. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, excuse me, fucking shady drag queens. Uh, I love just random text messages that messages that you get from shady ass queens. Uh, Bible girl. Last week you hated chatty queens. I just <laughs> <laughs> listen. I'm a walking contradiction. I don't know how many times I have to say that. I am, however, my mood is feeling at the time. All right, I'm very Sagittarius. We love it to is see true. you. I'm very. I do like it. I like getting shady texts from you in the morning, Tony. I will not lie. Those are my favorite. Always in the morning. I, see, this is what I love about Bible Girl, though. Like, I always know that it's safe that she is up. You know what I mean? Like, I, I know that she is up and ready to go. And there are just moments that sometimes Twitter is too much. And I just have to be like, girl. 
the discourse can be pretty delicious, can't it? <laughs> we have a great time. And your energy is always so fucking enjoyable to be around, even through Zoom. Um, uh, let's, Thank you. Let's take a Thank quick you. break, because when we come back, we have our listener questions of the week. We'll be right back. Let's do it. Tony Soto Show. All right, we are back with the show. And y'all, if you could be here during a fucking commercial break, you'd stop listening to the show. You would. You'd just (laughs) be done. You'd be done and over with. Um, We do listener questions, concerns, comments, critiques every week. So if you would like to hear yours read on this show by one of these three dummies, all you have to do is go to the TonySotoShow.com. It's right there at the top. It says contact Tony Soto. That's me, uh, the youngest. All right, I'm going to kick us off with our first questions from uh, Sven. And it says, my boyfriend and I have been together for over three years now and have always had an open relationship. Since COVID, we are no longer playing with each other. And since then, I have realized that my boyfriend is not a good kisser. Could it be that in three years, I have kissed my boyfriend so few times that I just didn't know? This is really sending me. And I'm not sure who to talk to. Um, Well, here's what I like to say, Sven. Whenever you don't know who to talk to, you fucking talk to us. That's what you you do. What's you up, said Maxwell? that wrong. It's they are no longer playing what? with others. You said each other. So to clarify, they are. Oh, they are no longer playing with others. Thank you, Maxwell. They're not playing with any poor people. They're just being. Well, monogamous. I'm sorry. I don't want to be. So the, I mean, that the makes thing, a big so difference. So I don't want to be corrected. It does. But... But no, 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 no. Thank you. Thank you for the thank you for the correction. It, it needs to happen. But it's just mm-hmm. so funny that uh, that one of the crosses that gay people are carrying now is monogamy. What a <laughs> what what a rough. Uh. What, you know, it's tough for the gays these days with their forced monogamy. Uh, Got to be a martyr. Uh, so, uh, so this is interesting, Bible girl. So this this gentleman here, uh, basically, I guess, has been with this boyfriend, but never kisses the guy. Always kisses the strangers. Um, what would you do in this situation if you just found out that your partner couldn't kiss after three years? I would, I would make sure that both parties have just brushed their teeth and keep on practicing. Embrace the material, babe. Mm-hmm. You're there get it popping. Okay, I, and there you go. See, that is someone who makes a relationship work right there. That is a good approach. Listen and get it popping. But my question is, honestly, like, yeah. what? A, I don't want to have to teach you to kiss after being with you for three years. I don't, I'm sorry, <laughs> that's not, uh, but B, like, why are none of these strangers like not whispering on their way out, being like, you know, your boyfriend can't kiss, right? Like, why is that not happening? Where's the sense of community, gays? Like, why can't you, listen, can you give some feedback? Because if I'm not kissing him and now I'm forced to, and it sounds like three years, a slew of people got to. Diana, what do you think about this gay faggotry nonsense, Diana? My question is, are you sure it's him? Oh. Are you sure it's his fault? Oh. Because, mm. because as somebody who spent a good amount of my life slutting around, when I got with my husband, 
the first couple of times we had sex was a little bit awkward. And then I realized, why? Because oh, we're he not loved drunk. You? Why? Yeah. Because, he, because he loved you? Because he loved me and we, weren't, and we weren't drunk and we really liked each other. And then I was like, oh, it's not that I'm like this bomb person in bed. It's that I'm really wasted. And it just is. And you're new. And I don't probably don't have to see you again. Yeah. Oh, and honey, so I can walk away drunk, thinking I'm great. When you're drunk, you think you're the best lady there is. I mean, I, I spent a majority of my youth fucking drunk. So, <laughs> but, and then I realized, oh, I like really like this person. And now I'm like kind of overthinking it and I'm, you know, and I'm kind of forcing the situation. So, so you, so you not- would agree with Bible girl and where it'd be like, Hey, look, you're in this relationship, get on the teaching aspect of it. Or, or this is a communication uh, situation. Be like, look, kissing is very important to me. So therefore, and, and well, first, Sven, let's start here. I'm sorry that I haven't kissed you in three years. How about we start <laughs> fucking there? That's a big. That's a big thing to me. Like, look, kissing to me yeah. is more important than like anal. Honestly, like it's it's it, it's like retweet yeah you can get you can you can get there just by making out honestly it's so fucking mm-hmm. hot the foreplay action mm-hmm. is like the best part so for you to be with someone for three years and to i mean no that's not by mistake like you don't not kiss your man for three mm-hmm. years in a in a sexual situation by mistake you knew he couldn't kiss you knew maxwell what do you think about well i initially now, after hearing your opinion or listening to you girls, I feel differently. But I initially was like, well, maybe you just aren't really that in love with him. Maybe the connection's not there because like, I always feel like my bad kissing experiences are always people with like that. I'm not really that attracted to like, there's no spark there. Cause I feel like whenever there's a spark, it always really just kind of mm-hmm. works out. So maybe that spark isn't there, but I mean, maybe you should also just keep practicing. I don't understand like gays that don't do things at home, like that whole, like I would always want to keep something at home. Even if I was doing a lot outside, I'd always want to make sure something was good at home. So Mm -hmm. that is something I don't Mm -hmm. get. So maybe, yeah, you just need to keep practicing start licking each other's mouths. This feels, this feels like. Uh, you have a case of the good dicks. What it sounds like to me is, and, and and I know this because I'm not a dick man. I consider myself more of a butt person. Uh, but what I'm assuming, and I'm just guessing here, is that old dude has a real fucking nice dick. And you're like, you know what? He's cute and he's got a really great dick. And okay, maybe he can't kiss all that well, but he's super open to us being open. So problem solved. I feel like this is I, I I feel like this is something you've known, and I feel like this is something that you've let get to where it is. So put in the work. I also do with- some do some specific inventory. Is it too much tongue? Is it them not knowing? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then that That's way you perfect. know what the problem exactly ask, is. Ask them if yeah, they feel the look, same. Maybe they feel the same way. Yeah. Because I didn't like Jess until I found out she bit lips. Then I was like, all right, Jess, you're in. You know, that's a that's a rock of love reference. And y'all hear mm-hmm. that on our next I, review uh, I, this Thursday I'm on our Patreon. The Trinkolina effect you're doing on all these rock of love references. You have been watching. I am, I'm in. I told you I'm in. I told you episode seven. I'm Got this is me. a big part of our personality yeah. right now. I love that. I could have bailed. One through six, I was ready to jump. One through six, episode seven happened, and now 
episode 10 coming? Have no, you, I'm ready. You've watched I'm ready. Brett Michaels Rock of Love, yes? Oh. So long ago, like back when it was like on TV, it's you the know. Worst. That, so yeah. good. Before you realize how so problematic good. it is. So, yeah. Oh, I know. Well, yeah. Like, <laughs> like uh, what was it? The surreal life, just the same with like Dennis <gasps> Dickinson, like that. I would love oh, to do it. The beautiful thing, the beautiful thing about Rock of uh, Love is they could absolutely subtract Brett Michaels and put in a cute spa package as the prize and it would still get the same <gasps> turnout because they're just she... garbage. They're just garbage. <laughs> and honestly, the way that they talk about Brett is the way that those women would probably talk about a nice spa package. So wow, mm-hmm. I, lo- I love their music. <laughs> they never had something so Parallel. fancy. I love, I love music. the music. It's like, it's so hot. I mean, he's so hot and steamy. Like, I feel good after I leave. My skin, all the moisture out of my skin has been sucked out. And this is why you should be, if you are a listener of this show, you should be paying $5 a month for all of our extra content on our Patreon. It's worth it. All right, let's move on to our next question, guys. We're running long. It's me. GamerStop says, Tony, did you invest in GameStop now that you are a gamer? By the way, it's spelled G-A-Y-M-E-R. Look at me spelling. Is that how they spell it? Is that how they spell it? The cult, the little the uh, homosexual. Uh, I think that's your players? tribe on Grinder. Yes, you are a gamer. It's <laughs> <laughs> your tribe. Uh, real quick. Uh, uh, so Bible Girl, you consider yourself a video game player, right? You play video games all day, correct? every day, baby. But you're, oh, yeah. but but you're a Nintendo gal, right? You're, you you don't. Or do you have a PlayStation? I have. I have an Xbox One that uh, Chris's brother donated to the Bible Girl Video Gaming Fund, uh, collective project, whatever you want to call it. But it's yeah i'll dabble in some things outside of nintendo from time to time but i love nintendo yeah. in fact it's on my list during quarantine so teach myself some japanese so i can get ready for super nintendo world when he put this over oh. Oh. Cool. yeah so i have found myself to be a bit of a gamer i have uh i was gifted a playstation 4 and uh i i have since bought a headset uh, so that's where she is. She's uh, she's a headset wearing gamer. She's like she's like Diana victory. Deluda. Look, Diana Deluda, you and I could play Overwatch together. Like all uh, you have Mason to do- really wants to play Overwatch with you. Oh my god! Tell him to friend me on the thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. I'm ready to play Every Overwatch. Every time he's like, wait, what is Tony playing right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Tell him that I'm like a fucking tank. I'm a great tank. You know, I'm, 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 I'm here. It's Tomo Soto. Anyone who wants to Soto. play PlayStation with me, it's T-O-M-O-S-O-T-O. So, because uh, that's all I have these days. Now, when it comes to the GameStop stuff, here's the thing. I don't know anything about investing. I don't know if I could think. I do know that I got an app myself. It wasn't that Robinhood app. And I'm not a Reddit bro. I would imagine that is not my community. So I would never know what they were talking about. So that information would never come my way. So I would never be able to invest in that. I, I don't even know gay Reddit. I stopped posting this show on Reddit because it got too complicated. So <laughs> I'm done. Uh, Video games. That's it, right, Maxwell? Do you have any comment on this? Do you do you want to buy some stuff? Absolutely not. You know I don't support any sort of like white capitalism bullshit that confuses me. 
I support yeah, anyone the, fucking the system. Yeah, though. I mean, that's what's confusing. Yeah, like, when I was reading sure. it, I was like, wait, so people are, like, these rich white people are mad that people are beating them at their own game? I was like, but wait, why yeah. is this news? This is, like, every day. Rich white people are always upset. Like, people are trying to take their shit. It's like, it's a broken record. I just, again, like, the white noise, it kicks in. It's so good. And as exciting as it was, like, I didn't really get it, but I could see that people were making quick buck off of it if they understood it. But so I saw a lot of people trying to throw their dollar, even if they didn't really have a grasp on what was going on. So that also started making me worry and think, like, what are the legal implications to this? Like, what is the fine print if you start? If like, if you know, and then you're throwing, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if that's chicken before egg or what that sequence of events is to then somehow implicate you in something that is like bigger than anything maybe some of us can right because hedge fund people do illegal shit all the time but they also have like teams of lawyers and like they know the fine print and they know how to do they know the loopholes yeah they know they know how to Mm -hmm. do they know how to do the wrong thing right um Mm -hmm. but wait maxwell when we started covid you were on that whole switch fucking thing and now and you needed to play that fruits and apple animal game so wait, are you still playing that? No, game? I don't play. I <laughs> I honestly apple. couldn't keep up because it's like one of those things where it's like sucks me in all day. So it, there's no like happy medium on it. You can't like play for five minutes. You either need to play all motherfucking yeah. day or you don't play at all. So I've just kind of kept it on the don't play at all thing because I'm trying not to sit on the couch all day. I'm working on my fitness. I'm going to be 30. I want to be gorgeous. <laughs> you I want to have abs. Yeah. Taco Taco Bay wanted abs for 30 and he didn't get them. So I'm going to get them for him. (laughs) (laughs) And that was on record. There's always 35 taco. Uh, All right. (laughs) Who's doing the next one? That's me. Yeah. And this is from Tiffany. Uh, My sister's husband gave her chlamydia a few weeks back and my family is trying to act like nothing is wrong. She always has an opinion on other people's business. So I'm having a hard time not cracking at least one joke. She is the oldest. So my mom and dad are very protective of her. But if you can't make fun of your family, who can you make fun of? Huh. This is I a will, very close family. This is, I have, I have, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I have things too. to say about this. Bible, Bible girl, give me, give me some, give me some thoughts on this. I, I'm I, well, first of all, um, or it's not a close family because here's the thing. I feel I would feel comfortable enough to out that kind of shit because I'm not close with my family. So sometimes it's easier to fucking call out uh, uh, sis's chlamydia uh when you're not hanging out with sis what do you think about that bible girl you know whatever that family dynamic is good for them to be on that level of communication that being said i don't know if like is this like a two wrongs to make a right thing are we shaming stis which like is kind of uncouth in general so like maybe pick your battles like criticize your sister for something else this is a Midwesterner or a Southern gal. So it's different there. Like, uh-uh. Like, yeah, because I think the implication is that the husband is cheating, right? If yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, from yeah. the Midwest. Yeah, then. not shaming well, STIs is a progressive state and city mm-hmm. thing. Uh, when it well, comes when it comes to her taste in men. When it, when, yeah, when it comes to some, because here's the thing, like, 
here I remember growing up and like the thing to do would always be to make fun of the thing that happened to them so like if they got if they got herpes or they got or if they got pregnant like that was always that that was the ammo so to me this sounds like you are in a midwestern or southern state situation where uh you probably shared this on Facebook already. So the thing is, <laughs> to me, crack the jokes. Diana, what do you think? I mean, if, if your family already knows about it, if your sister has already shared this and everyone's just acting like she didn't share it, I say make the joke. <laughs> I say make the joke. It sounds like that is your family culture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it sounds like your white nonsense, Tiffany. Mm -hmm. Maxwell, what do you think about chlamydia and- I whatnot? don't like it. I don't, Tiffany, I think you should tell those jokes to your friends. I think you should leave your sister's trauma alone. Mm -hmm. As a person who comes from a family that mm -hmm. carries a lot of trauma, I'm a long line yeah. of chlamydia. <laughs> that I mean, that's a different story, but it goes yeah, that away. One, that one, yeah, that goes one goes away. away. But don't bring up the fact that your, you know, your sister's husband stepped out of the house and brought back some dirty, like some stuff. That's you know? the like, thing. Because that's, that's the yeah. that's the tea. That's the thing you're like, trying to fucking jab. It's not don't the, target yeah, the woman. Yeah, the STI. The STI has nothing that that's not that's not what you're trying to hurt them with. I mean, that listen, that's right. that's an extra bonus for a Christmas card, baby. But like, what you're really fucking trying to get to is the affair. Call it the affair. That's what happened. Like, and then if people are like, well, how do you know? Well, be like, she got chlamydia. <laughs> But if her name is if her, if her name is Lydia, it's free game. <laughs> okay, fair. What you need. Full disclosure: everything I said off the record. If her name is Lydia, but otherwise, I think you shouldn't say it. I think you should just drop it, talk shit with your friends at the bar or wherever over the Zoom call. But just yeah, like you don't need to bring that up at Christmas or the barbecue. Save it for a different key. But never let Walk it die. Walk a mile die. in those Louboutins. But never let it die. And listen, don't yeah. go out and get chlamydia and share your business because, you know, what's good for the goose? Uh, Bible girl, did you have fun today? Yeah. Always with you guys. Thank you always for having me. Such a pleasure to have you back. I'm so Such glad. We, we, learned at, we learned at the break that you actually have been on the show during COVID. You were on with our good Judy G's Louise. G's Louise, so, yes. But we yes. smoke so much marijuana that uh, these all blur together. And that could have been four yeah. years ago for all I fucking know. Um, okay. We cope. We survive. We move on. And here we are. Uh, Forward. Tell people where they can find you on social media. Do you have anything to plug? What's happening? Are you performing in Florida live on stage? What's going on? No, no <laughs> traveling until I'm vaccinated, first and foremost. Secondly, you can find me on Instagram at BibleGirl666, on Twitter at BibleGirl222. And I'm in Bijou Bentley's upcoming anime show for Studio Ghibli Films on February 5th. Uh, at 6 p.m. PST on her Twitch, and that's twitch.tv slash Bijou Best. Love her. This this show <laughs> is a Bijou Stan account, just so you all know. I love, love Bijou. I love, She's a sweetie. I love me some Bijou. Um, always a pleasure, Bible Girl. Come back whenever. We're catching up with old always. Judy's this month. We're catching up with old Judy's. We're going to have uh, Danny Francesi on next week, so we'll catch up with that, Judy. Uh, we have Meatball coming hey. back, so we're gonna see Double what love. we're gonna see what uh, gas she's huffing these days. 
it's gonna be great diana <laughs> uh oh we've got a, a new installment of monthly moon coming up on the 11th uh or it should be if we're done with it by then something it be, like that we'll be done by that you said the 12th so i'm going to have oh well uh just yeah assume that i gave you the wrong date the first time yeah uh and uh just catching up on my rock of love <laughs> Wrap it up. It's very all-consuming. This Brett Michaels. Oh, have you listened to their Spotify, the Poison Spotify uh, station? It's why would I ever do that to myself? To pump yourself up. That would send me down a (laughs) spiral. That would pump me down. Brett Michaels isn't. (laughs) Brett Michaels isn't what's keeping me coming back. The love for poison is it. You know, the love for these girls poison their bodies with booze. That's why I keep coming back. Diana Triple E Luna. Diana Triple E, Diana D Triple E Luna. And that's it. And I may not be there for a while. I think I need a little social media break. But. Yeah, Instagram's lame, man. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. here's, I, mm-hmm. I want 5,000 followers. God we damn know. it. Because here's why I am, yeah. I am, I am 1,200 people away from being at 5,000. And I don't know why I think that number is, is something, but can we just get there? Otherwise, I'm over it. Like, I'm so done. I can't wait till I'm at least wealthy enough again to be able to pay someone to curate my fucking Instagram so I don't ever have to do it again. Because uh, it's lame. It's a lame fucking mm-hmm. thing now. It's lame. It's so it's lame. It's a broken platform. Yeah, it's yeah, fucking, it's fucking lame. Uh, Maxwell. Um, you could see me on the broken platform that is Instagram at Maxwell Esposito. You can also see me on Twitter. Talk to me about my cookies. Max, or it's like me underscore LGBTina or something. I don't know. I'm fully derailed. So just like keep up with the Kardashians, aka me online <laughs> <laughs> y'all listen if you like the tony soto show then you go to our itunes page and subscribe to it and rate it you know we have not yet had a comment in 2021 go and leave us a comment on our, Inst- our on our itunes page i say instagram i'm at itunes comment right? on iTunes. everything that's Just what i comment meant. At all. i am high i am stoned as fuck i'll tell you this pacific stone weed not not a not an endorsement, but if you know this, like smoke them. They're oh, so oh, good. Oh, they're great. The wedding they cake. That wedding cake and is their shit. And this yeah. is sunset mm-hmm. sherbet. I mean, it's 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 indica dominant. But and their <laughs> their pack of joints. They do like a pack of like forty five joints that you just like keep in the fridge and sm- and they're ah. good joints they're cute mm-hmm. they're cute they're good yeah no in that little dark yeah, container the, right yeah that the snappy plastic one that's definitely not good for that's the earth we yep. love it recycle it recycle nope. it no but they're great it. for your sewing things oh see? you could put your little recycle sewing things in there um okay so uh uh what else am i doing oh i do the gay power half hour every week with my good judy casey lie so find that anywhere podcasts are streamed it's a really great show we're crushing it like honestly i'm really crushing the podcast game uh <laughs> Also, tune in to Queer Slam because that's also a monthly show that I do anywhere podcaster stream. That's also great. Queer voices, queer storytelling. It's amazing. I'm the Tony Soto Show on literally everything. So please support me. I would like to get 5,000 followers on Instagram. I don't know where that gets me. I don't. It might not get me anything, but can we at least get there? Uh, until next week, remember Danny Francesi is our guest. Uh, bye. 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 bye.